top, 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 top of the morning to you. This is your girl, Fabulous Frida, always your host, here to bring you the most on WDGS on your podcast station. And today, 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 oh my, 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 do I have something life-changing to say. I want to say something to you this morning about three things, three things, if, get this now, three things, if you study these three things, it's going to change your life tremendously. I tell you, have you ever sat still and you had a question in your mind to say, what is going on with people today? Well, I hope somebody grabbed this. Have you ever asked the question in your mind, looking around and, 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 and analyzing what is going on with people in the world today? Well, I tell you, if that question has ever came into your mind, I want to share with you three tips that you can turn into tools and they'll work for your life. They'll work for your life in a way that'll be good. They'll work for your life in a way that'll be prosperous. They'll work in your life in a way that will be peaceful if you utilize these three tips and you convert them into tools. Now listen to me. I want to say, before I get into the meat of the message, how much I appreciate you. I greet you this morning. I greet you, I greet you, I greet you. I greet you as a humble servant. I greet you as a person that's human. I greet you to know that I appreciate you as a follower, but I also want to share in my greeting to you this. We all are human. And in our humanness of abilities, we make mistakes. We make errors. We sin. We fall short of God's grace. Therefore, when I come before you, on my platforms and I present information to you, listen, it's not about me. It is not about me. I want to be mindful to interject that. It's about directing individuals to a lifestyle that is pleasing in the sight of God. And I don't get it twisted. You know, I've I've been up this morning and I've been up this morning when God woke me up. Listen to me. I have a routine. I have a routine schedule. I have a routine schedule in the morning and I have a routine schedule in the evening. Now, this is the thing about being routine. You're going to have to exercise three, these three tips that I'm going to give you to convert into tools in order for them to become effective in your life. 
Now, just because I have my routine, oh, I hope somebody grabbed this, does not mean if your routine differs that we have to be alike. I'm listening in the atmosphere lately, and this is what I hear. There's so many be like. There's so many people striving to be like, look like, sound like, write like, drive like. But what is that? That's the part about me when I sit around and I observe and I say, what is going on? This is me talking to God. Now, my routine, I get up in the morning. The first thing I like to do when I have decided I'm not getting back in my bed is make it up. Or I hope somebody grab this. I make up my bed even though I know nobody else may see it, but I see it. And this is where these tools are going to really, really exhilarate you. But they are going to bring success to your life. When you stop doing what you're doing. When you stop saying what you're saying. Because you're so caught up in pleasing people. Do what you do because you feel that it's best for you. I like order. Hello. Oh, I hope somebody heard that. I love order. Order is a prerequisite to the word of God. The word of God said, do things decent and in order. And I love me some order. I don't like spinning my wheels looking for what I need to find in my own domain. Because there's a place for everything. Even in the world, there's a place and a position for everything. Listen to me. You must check out the book I have on Amazon. 10 P's to promote prosperity. I promise you. I promise you. By the anointing that flow from heaven. You will glean some information that will transform your life. And stop putting restrictions and limitations. Listen to me. It's available on Amazon. I will drop the link in my description box on this podcast. But I got to say this to you. Three people, three types of people, three types of people. If you study three categories of people, listen to me. You want to be successful? You want to have peace in your heart? You want to be harmonious with all men? Many people may say, oh, that's not possible. Yes, it is. Trust me, I saw a living witness. Listen to me, my grandmother, and maybe some of you all grandmothers, exhibited that type of character, charisma, and conduct. I never, ever, ever, ever listen to me. You got to grab this now. I never, ever, ever could understand how my grandmother for years and years and years and years and years and years and years lived without seeing, without allowing my ears to hear. Let me put it that way. My ears to hear her say an unkind word. 
Not one about anybody. Her, her wayward children, oh yeah, she had some. One or two of them, the popo used to come to our house back when I was young, looking for them. But she never discussed it. I couldn't understand how she could hold stuff in. Listen, we grow up and then, you know, things begin to change as evolution begin to evolve. And people say, well, you got to let this stuff out. You got to let it out to keep from eating you up. But see, this is the thing where we really have to learn before I provide you with these three tools, these three tips. Every person has to discover something about themselves. And you will never get to the place of peace and harmony without doing it. I'm jumping ahead of myself. And let me say this too. Sometimes, that's why I thank each and every one of you. I promise you, I thank each and every one of you. I humbly, humbly, humbly. When I say I'm humbled, I'm truly humbled. I'm truly humbled. Not because I run my mouth. Because I'm in my zone when I do that. But it's because I do a lot of freestyling. And let me share with you. When you freestyle, you're not going for many notes. You're not going for many scripts. And sometimes in my freestyling, I get a little off track. I come back on track. I get a little deterred. I get back on the right road. But listen, if you bear with me, I already know when the anointing releases... What the Spirit is leading me to say in ears that want to hear what the Spirit is saying. Not Alfreda. What the Spirit is saying. Listen to me. It's a tip and a tool and a tidbit that will resonate in your thought process. You ever had people around you that they, they can talk a certain way and they can speak a certain way. And you can still hear their voice replaying in your head even though they're not in your presence. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. That's what I know sometimes occurs. I know it because I can come back and I can hear it. You know, anytime you you have your own originality, your own structure, your own style, your own way of, of communicating, you can hear it when other people utilize it. You can hear it when other people mimic you. You can hear it, but sometimes that's why you can't fall out with people. When you hear what you hear that came out your mouth and you know what words you originated. Because sometimes you get in people's heads. Oh, oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. See, 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 sometimes people just don't want to keep it 1,000. But because I freestyle 98.9%, I get a little off track like my message yesterday. And sometimes, I, you know, I, I, I get to, to thinking and speaking at the same time. It's just like trying to chew bubblegum and talk. You might mess around and bite your tongue. And your words may come out a little different when you bit your tongue trying to say what you were saying. And I know like yesterday, I go back and I listen to my podcast, you know, and I said, oh, my goodness. And I'm listening and I said, no, Joseph didn't have two wives. I meant Joseph's daddy. But see, I left that one little word out. His daddy had children from two wives. But sometimes I get in the flow 
And when I get in the zone, you know, sometimes I just, you know, I don't have, I'm just not looking at anything, but I'm trying to let you all know. So listen, pull my coattail, drop a comment. If you hear something that I mispronounced, misquoted, it's not because I did it with intent or even because I didn't know what I was saying. But sometimes, you know, in my freestyle and I just get in the zone. And I got in the zone yesterday. I was getting ready to give the analogy of two books, how not to judge a book by the cover. But my story ended up detouring. <laughs> oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. But listen, I'm gonna try, I'ma try to work on that in 2023. But I just get in my zone. So when I get in my zone, listen. Bear with me. Bear with me because one thing about the Holy Spirit, it teaches and leads and guides you into all truth. And whatever you glean from and you can grow from, take that. That's what I do. Let me tell you about these three positions. These three things, there are three things, there are three things you should always study. Always, just so long as you live. From the time you're able enough to comprehend to your last breath of life, these three things, you should always study three things and analyze one. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. You should always study three things and analyze one. Now, I'm going to tell you how I got to this message. Standing over the sink washing collard greens this morning. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. After I made my bed and I did my morning absolutions, you know, brush your teeth and wash your face and all that good stuff. And then I established order coming from the back to the front. If something that I, I, I moved in the midst of the middle of the night, you know, I, I picked that up, dried my hands in the other bathroom with paper towel or whatever. Then I worked my way up to the front of, the, front of my place. And when I got up here this morning, the spirit spoke to me and said, you purchased some collard greens day before yesterday. You need to pick them and wash them, cut them up and cook them today. I'm living in a season more than anything ever before in my life. Look, y'all got to grab this. I did a message back in, in September. You can find it in, the, in, the, in, in my podcast. And it talked about waste not, want not. Waste not, want not. Waste not, want not. Waste not, want not. I got to say it one more time. Waste not, want not. How many of people moving around in society today wasting things and then they still got wants? Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. If there's a want in your life that is definitely a need, if you need to pay your bills on time, if you need to pay your car note on time, if you need to pay your insurance on time, if you need to buy you some tissue and toothpaste and paper towels, and I'm just saying keep it in supply in your house. If there's a need, oh God help me today. You need to not waste. Don't waste no food. Don't waste no gas. Don't definitely don't waste no groceries. And I know groceries and food is the same. We need to not waste. And I said, if I, I don't feel like picking greens, but if I don't pick them today, they may turn colors by tomorrow. They still pretty green. Let me catch them. We don't have time to waste people. This is the worst season 
to waste a dime or a dollar. I'm just saying. Be mindful. That's just an extra tip. I want to say to you today, you need to study these three things. These three things. These three things. If you study them, I'm going to repeat what I said. It will change your life tremendously. And you may hear these three things and say, ah, that's simple enough. No, 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 it's not. It's not as simple as I say. But I want you to grab this along your way. And I want you to sit still and I want you to pray and I want you to process. I'm saying what I want you to do. Because the reason I say this is because I want you to prosper. I want you to be in good health even as your soul prosper. And I would never share anything with you that does not work based on my experience. And I learned this at a young age. And that's why I know if the majority of my listening audience is adults, you too can learn it as well. I learned it as a young girl. Three things you need to always study and one you need to always analyze. Number one, God. Number two, your neighbor. And number three, yourself. Now let me let me let me hold it right there. Because hearing me say that sounds real simple, but it's not. It's not. It is important for you to study God. That's not simple to do. Listen to me. Because in order to study God, you must. This is not a maybe. You must study the word. This is the way that God gets. You get to know God. You get to know God by studying God's word. And many people, they run from that. Many people are intimidated by the word of God. Many people sit in perplexity because they don't even understand God through the reading and studying of his word. Now the scripture says that we should study to show ourselves approved. That's why I'm saying this study, these three tips is all about you, boo. Hello. This is not about What your mama did, your daddy did, your sister, your auntie, your uncle, your brother. This is about you and only you. This is how you're going to make your life transforming and successful. Now listen, now let me give you, I gave you the three tips to study. Now I'm going to share some tools to help you study those three tips, life-changing tips. Studying God is when you get in his word. Start with St. John chapter 1, verse 1. And that will corroborate what I'm saying. In order to know God and study God, you must have to study God's word. And so St. John says, in the beginning, in the beginning, 
in the beginning, that means before the heaven and the earth and you and me and all those we see. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God and the word was God. If you don't study God's word, listen to me. You'll be listening to all these other millions and trillions of people that's standing on a platform preaching. You'll be listening to all these millions and trillions of people who who, who pimping and pretending and and, and preaching to pocketbooks and, 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 and pockets. I'm just saying. Because you don't know for yourself. When you fall in love with a a person in your life, it is important for you to study that person. You need to spend time with that person in order to get to know that person. They call it dating. But in the dating, you ask questions and you listen for answers. And this is the same concept that you will use for those three positions. For God, your neighbor, and yourself. Now, your neighbor. You may say, how do I study my neighbor? Listen to me. I'm not talking about the person that lives next door. When I say your neighbor, that means the people that are in your circle. Hello. You must examine. See, neighbor means, let, let, let's, let me give you the simplicity of what a neighbor means. Someone close. Now, if you choose it to be the person next door to you, that's a good thing as well. It's good to know your next door neighbors. It's good to know your surroundings. That's where your analyzing come in. But what neighbor really means in the simplicity form is something, someone close to you. Someone. Someone close to you. People in your circle, you should always study them because that determines why are you in that circle. Hello. Maybe you need to change your circle. Hello. But if you're just gathering and gleaming with people all nilly-willy, because you just a busybody and a naysayer. Then you're not studying your neighbor. See, when you study your neighbor, you will know, oh, they go out to get their paper in the morning at 8 o'clock. They drive in their garage at 5 o'clock. They let their children out on Saturdays. You're studying the pattern of your neighbor. You should never allow yourself to be connected with somebody and you don't study the pattern of their character and their conduct. Hello? You need to know who you're connected with. And when you connect with people, you need to study them. Listen to what they say. Listen to their mannerism. Listen to how they articulate themselves. Listen, listen, listen. And they'll tell you a lot about the kind of person they are. You know, I was listening to someone the other day, and I got so tickled inside, I just didn't say anything. And they were looking for something, for some car keys. Listen to me. I got tickled. And they kept saying the the brand of their car. They kept saying, oh, I got to find the keys to the brand of their car, the brand of their car. So, you know, hear me. This is my analytical mind. I'm saying, why, 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 since they got that car, 
Well, I don't know about the cars they had before, but I'm just saying, why do they always mention the brand? I mean, I mean, I just thought it just was just a natural common when people say, I can't find my car keys. I'm just saying. But, but, but then I had to think, and God had to remind me. See, because I studied people. I studied people. And that's why sometimes people don't like me. Because when I study your spirit and I call it out, I'm just keeping it 1,000. But this is what I say. If you don't like something somebody has to say about you, examine it. If it's true, change it. If it's not true, then pray to get over it. God is my defense and my defender. And that's a quote from Iyana Van Zandt. You don't have to be thin and improving who you are when you know who you are. But there are some things people see and hear that people don't recognize and realize that about themselves. Because this is the thing that the Spirit said to me. They are truly enamored by their vehicle. I mean, who makes attentiveness to name the brand of their car just because you're looking for some keys? I'm just saying, I don't make it make sense to me. But when people are, are impressed by things, because see, this is the thing. When a person got more than one vehicle, and they tell you they looking for something about the other car, but they don't name the name and the brand and the brand, then that make you, hello. That, that, see, that's the kind of stuff what I'm saying when you study people. When you study people, you get to hearing what matters most to them through their conversation. What matters most to them through their conversation. If they always talking about God, well, that's what matters to them. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. If they always talking about what somebody brand they drive, they well, they buy, then that's what matters to them. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. If somebody always talking about they man, oh, I hope somebody grabbed it. That's what matters to them. Listen, you can tell a lot about a person what they make as the center of their conversation. Hello. If they always talking about ways to market, you know that's what matters to them. They business mind. You got to study a person, though, to see what piques their interest in your conversation. If it's an individual that matters to them, they'll stay on the phone. But if it's something that's not significant, this is how I'm telling you how to be successful. Because when you realize and recognize these, these, these signs and these symptoms, you can know how to govern yourself accordingly with that conversation. Listen to me. When I do business and I call places to conduct business, I can tell something about the representative by the way they answer the telephone. That's why I said you got to study. Listen, you got to get this because this is going to liberate you. If you apply it, when you ever call a place of business and people answer the phone and thank you for calling, I'm going to use AT&T. And I say, good morning. And they respond with, how may I help you? That let me know right then that person does not display courtesy in their behavior. And that means that's an underlining symptom. Like the old people used to say, it don't hurt to speak to nobody. 
and you're in a place of business. Then when you call places like I had to do the other day, and I said, hello, good morning. When they said, hello, this is Josh, thank you for calling. And I said, well, good morning. You know, they named the name of the business, but I'm not going to share it because that's my business. But hello. <laughs> so anyway, I said, did you say Josh? I want to make sure I hear their name correctly. And he said, yes, ma'am. I said, well, good morning, Josh. How are you today? And they said, I'm great, ma'am. How are you doing? Okay, then I know I got a, I got a courtesy customer service representative. But when you call on people and they say, hello, thank you for calling AT&T. And I say, well, yes, good morning. How are you? And they say, how may I help you? They done skipped over greeting me. And I know by studying and training people in customer service, listen, you got to grab this. Those people are no nonsense about nothing. That means you need to just get straight to the core and straight to the point. Don't get the lallygagging. Don't get the talking about your dog that didn't go to sleep last night. And, and you need to get up and, and cook your grits. and Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Because those people would become disgruntled even to a customer real quick. You must learn how to steady people. Steady people. And that will help you from getting your feelings hurt. You need to listen attentively in order to study. When you study the word of God, it will reiterate to you in the four gospels. He that has ears, let them hear what the spirit is saying. When you study the word of God, you need to listen to what you're studying. When you study people, you need to listen to what you're studying. I know when to hold it, when to fold it. When to release it and when to reserve it. And when I get people on customer service, I know how to conduct myself. When they so quick to, how may I help you? I say, yes, my name is Alfreda and I like this and such and so. I be real matter of fact. I don't waver off. I stay matter of fact. Because see, since I see you all about the business, it's going to stay just like that, all about the business. Whatever my complaint, I'm getting straight to the point. I'm not finna ad-lib and add no extras and additions. I'm just saying hello. But in order to do that, you have to steady people. You have to steady them. You have to study the people to know and understand. I can call this person and talk for two, three, four, five hours. But I call this person, they get the blowing. I can't talk to them for 15, 10 minutes, five minutes. And we got to get off the telephone and be okay with that. But you will never know that if you don't study people. See, this is how a lot of people get their feeling hurt. They don't take the time to study people. And they think they got to react and, and respond and reply the same way with everybody. And wrong answer. Because if you take that attitude and that conduct, you're going to get your feelings hurt a lot of times. Hello? And if you don't study God's word, you're going to get your feelings hurt a lot of times. Because you won't know how to process when people get out of order. You will think you need to clap back. And clap back is only a retaliatory way of just letting people know, I'm going to get you off of me. You saying this about me, let me put you on the spotlight and say this about you. 
be that it's intentional or unintentional, factual is actual. Everything that's factual may not be with intent, but it is what it is. Hello. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. Number three, it's not as simple as saying steady yourself. A lot of people think they know they self. More people know more about the outside of themselves than the inside. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. Most people know how to put on the lipstick, the eyelashes, and fix their hair, and put their makeup on, and put their clothes on, and look the part. But on the inside, they may be a a raving wolf. A raving wolf. A raving wolf. You say one thing, one thing, and it can be some pleasant, constructive criticism. Oh, they'll get right ugly with you. And they'll call everybody in their circle. Oh, you can't believe what they said, what she said. Oh, she said this about me. Wait a minute. Why, 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 why? What's that about? But oftentimes, it's because they don't know who they are. Because see, when you know yourself inside of yourself, You'll find yourself in a peace and harmony that you don't have to always be the I person. I listen to people sometimes, and that's a word that I'm telling you. You will hear most commonly about people who don't know who they are. They use the I word. They'll use the I word to identify scriptures throughout all the 66 books of the Bible. Boo, you ain't right. The Bible, them not your words. Hello. But most people with the I word want to get credit. You got to watch it as well as pray. They people seeking for credit. When they, well, I say, well, what you saying? Where you got it from? (laughs) Hello. I'm just saying. See, 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 now I know, that's why I say I know my original language. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. But if I tell you, pray ye one for another. I read that in the scripture. That's what God said. I'm not finna tell people. That's why I say to people, we got to pray for one another. Boo, wait a minute. Put the brakes on. Who said it? Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. You got to watch them I-word people. Now, when you use that word, it should be a description of who you are. Not a description of what I already written in the Bible. It's written. Even Jesus told that to the devil. He told that to Satan. He didn't say, well, I say... Uh, 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 you cannot turn, uh, 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 what, what, what did Jesus tell Satan in, in, in the wilderness? It, it's not good for man to live by bread alone. He said it is written. You got to watch people when stuff is already written and they want the credit. Hello, I'm just saying. It's already written. I, I'm quick to tell people, you know, the fundamental teachings what the scripture says. I'm not taking credit for something I already wrote a thousand years ago. Oh, please. Wake up. Wake up. It's morning time. But you gotta watch. That's when you steady people. And see, I got a famous quote that I say. I say, if it was me. Because this when I say, if it was me, 
then I'm letting you know my conduct and my character. But I'm not finna sit around and tell you that I said, he that has faith. That's why I always tell people, he that has faith, let them hear what this is. No, 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 no. I'm gonna tell you, the scripture says, he that has faith. I'm not taking credit for something. And you gotta be mindful. There are people all over the world doing this now. Listen to me. When I say universal, global, cross cultures, cross languages, so many people are standing in positions to take credit for something being biblically written thousands of years ago. Are you serious? And see, I'm going to tell you, I get offended when I see these type of spirits and conducts and characters, and I'm going to tell you why. Because a person trying to take credit for something that, that, that they didn't create. God created and God allowed this word to come forth. And it behooves me when people want to be so recognized and pronounced that they, they really inadvertently subtract from the word of God and make it about them. I always call them a God complex them people with God complex and they think that they got to be positioned in the high seat and they must be recognized and people must realize who they are. But my Bible said, when a person think they are something, they're nothing. My Bible said that we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. You must steady Study God's word. Because in this season, there are a lot of people who are being led astray. I encourage people to study God's word. I encourage people to study other people. I encourage people to study themselves. One of the first books I ever had published was Who Are You? Who Are You? You can you can be taught everything from A to Z, but until you figure out who you are, I'm a firm believer. You cannot originally, authentically, let me use that word, authentically, truly relate to other people in a Christian manner because you're still trying to find yourself out. And so there have been many people that have been positions and platforms leading and guiding people, and they lost. I'm just saying, hello. They haven't healed that inward hurt. And so what ends up happening, people start judging the book by the cover. Oh, what he drive, what she drive, how he dress, how she dress, what kind of business they running. What kind of job they have. I didn't finish what my grandmother said yesterday about judging the book by the cover. She had me to go pick this dictionary out. It had a blue raggedy, raggedy cover on the outside. And then she had me to select one of the beautiful encyclopedias that was red and black. And she said, now, she told me which one. She said, get, get, get the dictionary and bring it here. And then she said, now pick one of the encyclopedias, whichever one you want, and bring it here. Because they all look new at the time. So she asked me, she said, now, which one of these books 
do you think have good reading? Now, me, in a child mind, I guess that was probably about 12. I want to be analytical. I see it, both of them. <laughs> so my grandmother then, you know, she said, well, okay, Alfreda. Because sometimes, you know, my grandma, she knew me, though. She said, but if you didn't know what was inside of them, oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. She said, if you didn't know anything about what's inside of them, which book would you pick? Well, in that case, that she rephrased the question. Then I picked the encyclopedia because it was pretty. And my grandmother said, but you get more information out this dictionary than you do that one encyclopedia. Because the one encyclopedia gonna have words with just the letter A. But this dictionary gonna have words from A all the way to Z. But see, you didn't choose that because you was looking on the outside. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. I got chills then. And this is what's happening in our society. Men are looking at these glamorized females. And women are looking at these GQ brothers. And we don't know what's on the inside. We're just going by the outside, the outer appearance. Because we haven't spent time to study that person. To get to know what's on the inside of that person. And then after my grandmother gave me that, that living analogy, it awakened my thought process moving forward for the rest of my life. And that's why I tell people I'm not impressed with what you look like. I'm not impressed with what you drive. I'm not impressed with your house. I'm impressed with what I hear when you open your mouth, what's come out from inside of you. Now, my grandmother, like I said, she was a living example as I started from the beginning. And this way, I'm going to close from, the, the, from staying on track. I never heard her say one unkind word about anybody. I got that. She taught us that. But I couldn't understand why she never, ever, ever said an unkind word about her way with children. That's hard to do, y'all. I'm just saying, I'm going to keep it 1,000. When you got children that done went outside and did something wrong, and you come in the house and you, you fuss at them, you most of the time may get on your phone and call your cousin, your neighbor, your best friend, or somebody. You got to vent about it. But my grandmother, listen to me, y'all. I'm telling you the honest to God truth. God is my witness and my secret judge. I never heard my grandmother say one word. I remember my youngest uncle, her baby boy, her baby boy. He got locked up in the county city jail, whatever they call it. That's the first time I went to a jailhouse. And I thought it was horrible to see him behind these bars because the only thing I had seen behind bars was animals at that time. Now I might be you know about 10, 12 again. And I couldn't understand. I asked my grandmother why did, why we gonna leave him here? Why we can't take him home with us? And I was crying. 
She said, well, Alfreda, he did something that wasn't nice. But she never went into any details. See, one thing about my grandmother, she didn't say, Lord, I tell you, that boy, that hard head, boy, he done did this and he done got himself in something literal. He was in a fight. He got arrested for fighting. Now I had to hear that from the streets. Because my grandmama didn't discuss that kind of stuff about her children. She didn't discuss what her children did not do. The right thing. She didn't talk about it. She didn't talk about her husband who didn't do the right thing. It amazed me how she was able to keep all of that. And listen, and people say, oh, people hold this stuff in. It make them crazy. It make them lose their mind. It make, no, no, no. My grandmother was sane in her right mind, had good senses. One of the best, one of the best cooks ever lived in that city. Everybody knew about Miss Jewel cooking. But this is what I believe. My grandmother took the tools that I'm giving to you. She studied God's word, that she did. She studied other people. And she made it a conscious choice to not be a naysayer, not be a bite biter, not be a gossiper about nobody, not even her own children. Everything people said in the marketplace and talked, my grandmother sat there and she had three famous quotes. Well, sir, show enough and you don't say. And I know she prayed. She was a prayer warrior. She wasn't no open prayer warrior, but you could see her sitting in her chair and she closed her eyes. She'll sing her songs, Blessed Assurance. What a friend we have in Jesus. And his eyes is on the sparrow. Them three songs right now. Oh, I can tell with my grandmother. See, she learned her concept. She studied herself. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. She studied her own self to know what would keep her anchored. What would keep her at peace? What would keep her in harmony? What would keep her in good character and conduct? She studied herself. And she found within herself that the God she served, word stayed on that table next to her chair with her lamp. She studied that the three songs that she sung must have brought comfort to her heart. And this is listening. I got to throw this in here. This with my granddaddy coming home, fussing, 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 cussing, fussing, and cussing. You know how some folks say, oh, what went on in their house? Let me tell you. My granddaddy cussed and fussed. And wasn't nobody bothering him either. He just come home and sit in the chair and start talking. He asked one question and take that and fuss and cuss. But my grandmother never engage with it. That's why when I listen and look at people, and I'm talking about myself too, when people get to talking about their level of their relationship with God, they need to hush sometimes. Because see, I, I witnessed, I witnessed, I, I witnessed a woman who showed me your real level of relationship with God. 
You don't have to engage. You don't have to defend. You don't have to if you don't choose to. I saw it through my grandmother. And I'm not talking about something every night. My granddaddy fussed and cussed from the time I would knee-high to a duck until I left home as a teenager. But my grandmother never reciprocated. And sometime when he started fussing, she'll start singing a song. He'll, he, he, he'll listen for a, for a hot minute and he'll say, shut up. Don't start singing them deep church songs. She would immediately, immediately mute. She would groan and good and groan with children and grandchildren. But she would immediately mute her mouth. She didn't say, well, I, I just want to sing this song. Or why you got to tell me to hush? I've been here. You've been gone in the streets all weekend. She never said a mumbling word. You don't hear me now. If she said anything, she'll call me or Eileen. And she'll ask us to bring her some water. And listen, listen, you got to get this. She will sip that water. And put it down and never, ever drink the full glass. Never, ever drink the full glass. Never, ever, ever drink the full glass. Never. I tell you, there's always some interruptions. I cut this phone off and there goes something else. But listen to me. That's just a wake-up sign that I got to... Put a pen in the podcast. But hopefully you take those three tips. And I got to finish cooking my greens. Y'all know. I'm just a real down-home country girl. I'm not trying to get on my platforms and be all prim and proper. But I know how to be. I know how to be in my perspective place. But more than anything, what I enjoy is just being myself. Just being myself, embracing me for who I am. And I'm thankful and humbled that you embrace me for who I am. I don't have to be pretentious. I don't have to drive a certain car. I don't have to live in a certain type of house. Y'all know what I want more than anything? My spirit to be right. Listen, I don't knock that stuff. I done had it. I've had the 3,000 square feet, which wasn't a lot compared to people who got 30,000 square feet. I never tried to keep up with the Joneses, the Smiths, and nobody else. I just do me. And I'm in this season now doing me. Let me tell you what's important. It's to declare the Son of God power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection of Jesus Christ, by whom we have received grace for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name. Among whom are ye called? Who are you called? You called of Jesus Christ. You're not called for other people. 
And that's why I always be to thank God through Jesus Christ. I thank him for this, the, the, the being my father. I thank him for the son. I thank him for the Holy Spirit. I thank him for the angelic angels. I thank him for the heavenly host and the earthly host. I thank him for the earthly host. That's all of you. That your faith is open. That your faith will make you whole. I thank him. I thank God that he is my witness through his word. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. I thank God that he is my witness through his word. He does do exceedingly abundantly and above all that we can ask or think. I thank him. I serve him with my spirit. See, it's not about this outer stuff with me anymore. It's all about the spirit. That's why I got to hear what the spirit is saying. This is why I got to study God's word. I got to study my neighbor as myself. And this is why I came to the epiphany this morning, standing over the sink, picking my collard greens. Now I got why God said the, the greatest thing that we can do in the entire world is love God, love our neighbors, and love ourselves. I got a revelation this morning. When God said, if you study me, your neighbor as yourself. You will learn how to love me, your neighbor, as yourself. So whom I serve, I serve in my spirit in the gospel. And I do it and I make mention of everybody in my prayer. I say God bless everybody. I make my requests by means and it don't have to be no long drawn out because God already knows our heart. But I do it that I may have a prosperous journey. You don't hear me now. A prosperous journey, not just here on earth, but in heaven. And that the will of God will come unto you just like it do to me. That's my passion right now. That is my passion. That I may be comforted and you may be comforted by mutual faith, both one of another as well as God. And I get on my platforms and I say what I say because I don't want to be ignorant and I don't want my brethren to be ignorant. I want all of us to have fruits fruits and that we don't be debtors to nobody but to owe no one nothing but love. So may the blessings from heaven flow, flow, flow down into your lives, meet all of your needs, even the things your heart desires. Now they're the fire truck because the fire station crossed the street. <laughs> We're going to send up a prayer right now for everybody, whatever they're leaving for. And maybe they just doing, a, uh, you know, what they have to do sometime. They have to do those little test runs or, or what have you. But hopefully we're going to lift up a prayer right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord. We just pray as the fire truck starts moving along their way that there are no persons that are entangled in any hurt, harm, or danger, God. Maybe they're just doing a scheduled routine run. But Lord, we ask that you just comfort 
all hearts in the world today, all minds and all spirits, Lord. Those who have lost loved ones along the way. Those who stand in the need of anything today, God. We ask that you go before everything that's crooked and make the crooked place straight. Lord, you see inside of all of us because you look at our hearts. Therefore, Father, we ask as we continue to delight ourselves in you, that you will send forth your blessings to flow down from heaven to earth, meet all of our needs, even the things our heart desires. And may we continue to prosper and be in good health, even as our soul prosper. And there it is again, you all. Until the next podcast upload, may this information be downloaded into your spirit and that it will resonate. Revive, restored, and relieve you of anything that hinders you from having a pleasant, peaceful, and successful life. And until the next time, I thank you again, always. God bless. Humbly thank you. Have a great day and bye for now.